Alright y'all, sound check. Sean, hi. Hello, Roger. Awesome, <laughs> alright, I think we're good. Alright, so, Basic Friends Volume 3. We finally got Sean Foster on the show. After months of begging and pleading. It's not that special, I promise. <laughs> but, Sean swears he's not that special, but no one tells a better story. Alright, and so today... Sean is a jack of all trades. He does a lot of things. <laughs> uh, and a master of a few of them too, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And today we have Colombian coffee from Colombia, y'all. Thanks, Doc. Thank you. Yeah. Sean Daughtry, we, we love you so much. Our second guest. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Alright, so... The reveal? Woo! Smells delicious. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. Oh what the hell. I need that in my life. Damn. Yeah, I'd go to another country for that. Yeah, I blew through my bag, so I'm probably stealing your spare bag. So, <laughs> so good. It mm -hmm. is smooth. It is smooth. That is nice. Yeah, man, take it to Vegas and press all your friends. You can have that bag. Or you can fight Cheney for it. Cheney has always beaten me, so there's no reason to do that. Well. Hmm. Yeah. What if I coffee? I'll kill people. Well, <laughs> well, I got all the coffee, otherwise I'd kill both of you. But it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <sighs> okay. Yeah, I had a mosquito bite. I had to identify that mosquito bite. I had to make sure. Oh, I gotcha. I mean, we're, we're all on mass all the time. You have to check each spot and make sure it's not rotting off. <sighs> yeah, I've got well, some yeah. burn on my ankle that I'm watching at the moment. You got what? Uh, Head MMA coach Josh Williams was training or was getting uh, Dan Spawn ready for his PFL thing. Flew out to New York, didn't feel well. All of a sudden, had staff, yeah. couldn't walk yeah. in New York. <laughs> and he doesn't even roll. Like, he just te it's shows just a technique and then coaches us through it. So, yeah. that's insane. Yeah. Dang. Like, it's weird what can take hold. And if you don't, you know, and it's not that he doesn't take care of himself, it's not that Ronan isn't clean. It's just. I mean, it's, it's, it's a weird kind of it's a weird kind of combination of things that can really make it happen. Yeah. So, long story short, take a shower. Take a shower. <laughs> wash your gear. Immediately. Immediately, Immediately wash take a shower. Yourself off. <laughs> um, clean Don't be like, oh, I'll get it after this motorcycle ride. That's the thing that uh, makes me so irate. Yeah, we're gonna go. Uh, we're gonna go bar hop and uh, just ride motorcycles. I'm like, no, did you use the shower? No, <laughs> don't come back. Bye. <laughs> See ya. Like, Get the fuck out. <laughs> years and years ago, I was up in New York. We were training. This is back in the year 2000. Um, I hadn't gone to high school yet. I, I, was, I was in kindergarten. I was 20. <laughs> I was 20, and in the prime of my like, just beginning to like my ass-kicking odyssey of back when Taekwondo still hit people. Yeah. We're up in New York at Peter Barato School, and like. Um, we're country. We're just like we didn't bring, we didn't bring shoes. We didn't bring clothes. Nothing. We didn't notice shit. And so we're after. And it's like everyone trains like middle of the fucking night. So it's like two o'clock in the morning, and we're getting done. And we're like, let's go get some food. Let's do something. Everyone's like, you bring shoes? We're like, no. Like, shit, we can't go out then. And then this one dude goes, what? We're going out? I can't go out with sweaty balls. You have to. <laughs> you gotta take a shower first. Yeah, it's a real thing. <laughs> it's a like, real thing. It's uncomfortable. I'm like, okay. You get rashes. Yeah, it's not fun. So that's what I think of when you have to shower after class. <laughs> yeah, that's why. I mean, I think if you're a civilized gym in this day and age. You should have a fucking shower. <laughs> yeah, and it should. It sure. shouldn't look like a 
uh, <clears throat> a storage closet converted into a shower. It should look <laughs> like, like an actual it shower. Puts our bath tile, like subway tile's cheap, man, yeah. and it looks it's timeless. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody uses subway tile right now. Yeah, yeah. like right, bath fit of that thing or something, man. Anything. <laughs> yeah. The drain can't just be a hole in the ground surrounded <laughs> by dirt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Andy, you remember when we trained in that barn for a hot second? Yeah, you told me about the barn, <laughs> there were man. Lost everywhere there was lost everywhere and then it was just unlocked and Shaney would come in and stevie d-law and i had been in there since like three and we were so hot we were just down to like our compression shorts grappling and Shaney's like i'm leaving (laughs) this was that was insane place was cool though like that place he was really cool man super cool yeah it was a neat little thing but it was more for like a like a really hard comp camp it yeah. was not going to yeah. sustain as a gym. No. no the parking alone, like if it was wet, you people were getting cars stuck. Yeah, it was like oh, gravel damn. and like just grass, dirt, dirt, grass road. Yeah, it was just not I gotcha. sustainable for like <clears throat> any type of legitimate program or anything. Like and we had but, what forty two. Yeah, we had a lot of people like oh, coming wow. in and out of there. Like for <laughs> Holy crap. half of it, more than half of it was like you know filled up with stuff. Like, whatever, you know, just things and stuff. And then, like, the other half was, like, the matted area, right? Um, This is, like, really kind of old school. Like, yeah, like you said, like, it'd be really good for, like, a training camp. If you, like, go there, like, camp out in the woods. Just cool. Yeah, you know what I mean? Rocky. Yeah, yeah, just, like, go and, like, carry, like, logs and shit. Like, it'd be great for that. But, like, yeah, not sustainable. And then, like, we were trying to do, like, kids and stuff. And, like, we walked in for kids' class one day. And there was, like, wasps. like, a wasp's nest. Had partially broken over. Yeah, and it was, like, in city. And there was, like, wasps all over the maps. And, like, flying in, falling on people and stuff. It's, like, all right. If you don't get stung, you get a stripe today. Yeah, pretty much. you survive, yeah. (laughs) Who has allergies? Yeah, it's, like, we don't have any EpiPens. Like, "Mm." (laughs) we'll see. Could have done a full day or something. Yeah. I mean, that was character building was yeah like, it's so definitely something i wouldn't have not done yeah it's fun yeah. and it i mean it's a funny thing it's a, to talk it's a about it's yeah, a great story you live through it i mean yeah, yeah it works I and mean, then people anyone who listens like and who was there to be like yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> i know exactly i remember, shit, I remember like, wasp barn like, <laughs> like, <laughs> that they can remember the smell of it like, oh. you know what i mean like <laughs> and then there was like a half tarp up so you could change yeah. but you could see around it at every angle yeah it was it was like <laughs> I feel like a strip club would have a better like changing room, you know. Like, <laughs> like, well, strip clubs aren't built out. Maybe they are. Yeah. I haven't been to. I haven't uh, been to one. I haven't been to one in the barn. I went to one with Chris Miner in South Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> it was hilarious. I still have never been inside of one. I did security for three years at one and never went inside. Really? Never. Stood at the door. Stood at the door. Made sure people didn't. I mean, your security. You're not supposed yeah. to go inside. There's yeah. an there's an interior security team that they just fed about to us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you're telling us a pretty uh, interesting story before. Yeah, do you want to retell that? If you want to sum that up. Um. <laughs> so what Sean does for a living? Yeah. So again, master master of a few things. Sean is a police officer at Columbus State Community yeah. College, and there's a lot of uh, I, I went to school over there for a little bit. There's a lot of homeless folks actually Rome. this is the story in and of itself <laughs> get a call about a suspicious person in our main parking lot and they're like yeah he keeps crawling under cars he keeps like yes, detaching yeah. stuff and training <laughs> had just bought a brand new Ugh. toyota 4runner yep and i was like I, I see him i come out and the guy sees me and he jumps <laughs> in his getaway truck this like white beat up truck but we have a no pursuit policy and he uh 
he basically like flips me off as he drives away. And I realize really quickly that he has just cut off a catalytic converter from this Toyota 4Runner. And I'm taking the plate down, like just kind of doing my thing, like really upset that I didn't get there and like pin him in, all these things. And I look up and I see our gym sticker and I was like, oh no. Oh sweet Jesus, no. And then so I'm like, what was my unit number at the time? 101 dispatch. I need you to run a plate. Comes back, Michael Cheney. And I was like, no. I was like, yeah, where is he? Gave me his room number and I had to come be like, bang, bang, bang. Sean comes knocking on the classroom and I'm like, what the fuck? He's in a school uniform and like people start looking because he like, was like, points at me and like come and he's like sickles me out and he's like urgently and everyone looks back at me and I'm just like oh shit like what can he this found be? out like, oh, he knows <laughs> so Janey comes out and he's just he's like flexing out like you can tell he's like in fight or flight mode and I'm like hey bud I totally let you down today yeah <laughs> they, they totally cut off your catalytic converter and drove away. I think I still had like the tag. Like, yeah, you still the tag, the, on, tag on it. <laughs> so then, yeah, I had to drive that thing to my dad's work out of Easton. So I'm on, I'm what downtown? So I have to go to Easton, and it sounds like there's a fucking yeah. bear in my back. Whatever, you totally sound like Vin Diesel for a second. It was, it was great. It was, oh yeah, I man. loved it. But like, your gas mileage went up 15 miles again. Yeah, right but there. then yeah, my dad slapped a pipe on the bitch, and it was fine. So yeah, it was good. Fine, yeah, there's no inspection in Ohio. You're fine. Yeah, yeah. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so the story that you're in reference to, um, we, uh, it was on the news, uh, a homeless guy got into the female locker room and videotaped a female professor in the shower, and he left, and it was really, it's actually kind of a really good thing, um, I also, I, I work six days a week at Columbus State, um, half the time I'm in uniform as a police officer, the other half I run a free and open to the public self-defense program, um, it's jiu-jitsu based, but there's judo, wrestling, Muay Thai, MMA in it, um, and I run it with two of my best friends. And so this guy, the instructor saw him, he, she screamed, he ran outside, we ran into this classroom, and one of our students chased him over, like, six blocks, like, through construction, through, like, a couple parking lots into oncoming traffic before she finally lost him, and, like, I knew the area really well, and so I went over there to, to kind of patrol, and I saw him roll out from underneath a bush, and I was like, that's him, and he turned down an alley, and, uh, long story short, like, Everything that we teach, like, got utilized, and it, and I attribute the fact that, one, I'm not dead, and two, he's not dead, to a lifetime not wasted in training martial arts seriously, and that's probably the biggest thing that whenever Cheney and I get together, because um, we don't see each other very much, it's usually only Thanksgiving. Yeah, um, like holidays, you know. Yeah, holidays or if I have a new kid. Yeah. <laughs> child out. Uncle Cheney comes pop, around for that. Pop in, you know. That perfect picture and then never seen again exploiting daddy's like you know my oldest is like what's his name what's his name like just go up and call him ryan reynolds it's fine he'll he'll respond detective pikachu (laughs) (laughs) um but uh you know everything that we teach uh came into play and and helped keep me safe and you know luckily also helped keep the suspect safe he so like he uh he tried to double back and get past my cruiser and he kicked the door shut on my leg and then drug me out um and i landed on my elbow in uh, knee area, and it ended up like I fought back to my feet. He got a hold of my gun. I made sure it stayed secure, and like tried, tried to like a couple striking techniques, a headbutt, which I know Cheney's super proud of. Always love a headbutt. Always love a good headbutt. <laughs> Huge headbutt. Um, and nothing was working. <laughs> so I just remember taking a combat breath and realizing like he's wearing a messenger bag that looks an awful lot like a gi, and so I wrapped 
his messenger bag strap around his neck for like a loop choke and luckily like he went to sleep and fell forward I went to secure my gun and while I was fumbling with it like he hit a blast double leg um, and then we, you know we continued to fight I hit a big hip toss uh, and then when we landed on the ground like I was in a superior position but it just goes to show you like it's something that like I really like can't be said enough like he did not want to lose and so like I'm in full mount high S mount like in jiu-jitsu, in judo, whatever, like, it's a pin, like, I'm about to finish you, and he still managed to get my vest up over my head and get my gun again, which, again, start not, hockey. not panicking or anything like that, and attributing it, you know, sometimes you just have to go off a feel, like, I hit, like, a really nice arm drag and, like, punch through for, uh, like, a rear naked choke or a vascular neck restraint and, like, was able to successfully apply it and get him to sleep and under control, um, and thankfully, like, there was no, like, real lasting damage outside of, like... Uh, another big thing that I'm really big about is like submitting the stigma like you should be able to talk about things that scare you or that have happened like there's there's some PTSD there there's like like I've always been scared going to calls but now like it's like because that's really uh, if you look statistically I think it's something some crazy high number like 80% of nuisance calls are what kill cops suspicious mm -hmm. person um, I heard a noise uh, I need to get into my car I need a tire change like those nuisance calls that cops are like ugh God, I can't believe, and they just, they go at a lower threat level than they should. Like, like they're not realizing, especially in this day and age, ambushing cops is a thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ganging up on cops is a thing. And you don't know, like, they, they have set the stage. And it's kind of like that mm -hmm. triangle um, that you have to worry about. Like, there's you, there's your predator, and then there's an opportunity. And what a lot of people, uh, Coach Jason from uh, Home State Self-Defense does a lot, is like, you probably stood next to a really depraved individual at the grocery store, but they just never had the opportunity to do anything. Yeah. Um, and it goes into what a, a lot of we talk about, like dispelling your fight or flight response. When somebody gets scared, you want to hide. Well, now you're isolating yourself from the public. You should, if you want to hide, hide in plain sight yeah. with the public. Yeah. Uh, don't don't isolate yourself by trying to duck down an alley, into a stairwell, in between cars. Get some I remember yeah, I talked to some lady and she was like, yeah, I, I thought I hid real well underneath a car and he grabbed me and drug me out. Well. You're alone, yeah, and you you've isolated yourself. You're kind of just like sticking out of something. It kind of looks weird, and then grab you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and and you know it's it's just something that we really try and uh, try to get people to. We don't want we try not to be doom and gloom, but like you need to realize, especially if you're going to Columbus State, you're surrounded on all four sides by ghetto, and two or three giant homeless shelters. So like it's it's uh you're in downtown Columbus, and I've worked really hard. Like when I started seven years ago at Columbus State. We were like twenty percent crime rate, and we've dropped it down to below seven. And like, it's uh, it's something that I'm very proud of. And I'm uh, everybody's like, oh, how's it feel being a campus cop? Well, it's a bunch of boring, like about every three to four months, it's boring, 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 and then something huge pops off, and like you have to be ready. And yeah. so the way I've always kind of viewed it is like we're an insurance policy. Like you, you pay for your insurance every year. You don't expect yeah. your money back, right? Yeah. But like when something bad happens, I mean, like I have to go. Yeah. Yeah. And it's something that um. Not what you do every day; it's what you're willing to do that every one three time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and and you know it's uh it was it was scary, and but like the PTSD of it has really been like again just the reaffirmation of like I haven't wasted my life in martial arts, and yeah. and that's something that I was always worried about. Cheney can tell you like because I didn't start fighting until I joined Cheney's gym, and Cheney actually got me ready for my first fight. And I remember telling him I was like, man, I'm only doing this because I want to make sure I didn't like waste my life, and then went out there and like yeah. won in like a minute. Mm -hmm. And then got addicted and now yeah. still do it. That's so how it is. Yeah. It's all it Just saying.
current Honor FC 155 champion. So. <laughs> you know what's up. Finally. Uh. <laughs> so many things. Yeah, I mean, that's like being like on the stage with such like a high volume area. It's a lot mm. of different people coming through. Yeah. Something's gonna happen. Like, yeah. Mm. Being in the surrounding area. Well, well all the construction, all that exposed copper right yes. now, that's been our biggest nuisance right now. People, people are sneaking it, in there and, taking, there and, it, and taking tools and things like that. Annoying. Yeah. Well, people don't think about that kind of shit. I grew up in a college town, so I understand that. That was my environment for 10 years. Of I know what can happen in between the spaces because I was around it right. all the time. So it's it's almost normal to me. Like, oh, homeless dude in a... No, in a, in a locker room. Okay. Whatever, yeah, beat him up. It's something, but, it's something uh, that, like, uh, to like bring it around, people are like, oh, why don't you just take him to jail? Well, one, the federal courts changed it. Like, we're an open campus, so everyone's allowed to be everyone's there. Like, that homeless in. person's allowed to be in that bathroom. And, like, mm -hmm. basic human decency, like, it's hot outside or it's cold outside. Side, some, yeah. And, like, it's hard to walk that line of, like, you shouldn't be here versus First. it's, like, negative... 32 outside the yeah, last yeah. time I took you to humanity. jail and you kicked your shoes off you have no feet from frostbite like they've been amputated yeah, yeah. so like yeah, it's, so. It's, it's kind of trying to find like a happy medium mm -hmm. um, where like you can morally look yourself in the face but you're still doing your job but well, then you have guys like this like 22 22 convictions for voyeurism he, he spent less than 6 months in jail he's already out on the street yeah. doing the same thing with a really nice camera like a, like a Nikon like and he's wow. coming at you like that. Yeah. I mean, that dude's yeah. tough. Yeah. Like, shit. But he, it, it just, it, it never really, but that just goes to show you, like, the last time I arrested him, easy peasy. Like, there's nothing. But, like, he just complied the whole time. Like, there's nothing, nothing big. What do you think changed? I, maybe that girl chasing him. Maybe he was just still hopped up. Yeah, probably yeah. just hopped up. Went I mean, you, yeah. Yeah. between filming, filming Hot Chick in the shower and then just being hyped. chased, yeah. he was like, mm. All like through the roof, um, yeah, hormone wise. Yeah, and it's you know it's something that um, I don't know, I'm hoping that it stimulates a change, at least maybe in law enforcement culture to like really take your training seriously. Because I would hope, yeah. Because yeah. like you're you're kind of like you guys keep saying like like when you're a police officer, people want you to be a jack of all trades. And the two things I've always lived by is like people either never want to see you, mm -hmm. or, or when they do see you, you, you weren't there fast. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so, like, it's, it's what we try and like. We just got actually. They're doing an article for us on six one four. The the writer came and took part in our class, oh, and nice. she asked a question. And the big thing is, is like, when something bad happens, you call the cops. But then, like, on campus, if I am hauling ass, the fastest I I can be there is probably two minutes. Mm -hmm. And to reiterate, a cage fight at amateur level, one round is three minutes long. And I have been, and my camps are like six weeks long. And I train every day for a minimum of four hours. Yeah, been so you're in shape. Like yeah, you know what's up. After yeah. every first round, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, you're pushing hard, coach. I, I didn't train hard enough. Uh, yeah. I, I should have ran I mean, more. I had been running. Yeah, <laughs> like, you'd been, been doing plenty. Yeah. yeah. So like, and, and what that's just trying to dispel that ignorance of like what a, a self defense situation is. Like it's usually a minute to two minutes long. And they're looking to exhaust you either mentally or physically. Mm -hmm. And it's, you know, <clears throat> if, even if I'm coming like a train, like I'm still, I still have to find the building, get inside and like make sure mm -hmm. that I don't pass the suspect on the way out. Yeah. Like, yeah, there's eternity. a lot, there's yeah. a lot of, lot going on. So I, I had a couple of weird questions for you. Hit. All right. So one would be, um, like I have a stepson who went to Columbus State. Okay. And I tried to explain to him the environment of it. 
I'm like, yeah, on the surface everything can be fine, but in seconds this shit can change. So you gotta watch out. He has no idea. He doesn't believe doesn't believe a word I say about anything. And I mean, you know, typical teenager, whatever. How do you reiterate that to people? Because I just I lived it. I grew up in a college town. I know what can happen. Yeah. So, so it's, it didn't seem weird to me. So I'd like I didn't explain it right. I don't know, but um, it's not that you didn't explain it right. So there's a couple things like there's just facts of the world that we have to understand. It's something I'm learning as a as a new father. Like my daughters are four and two. Um, but like that, like I remember <clears throat> being. God, I remember being not just eighteen. I remember being twenty-three with Cheney and yeah. feeling like we were invincible. Yeah. Like we could do Straight anything. Straight up, yeah. Doing like, shit. Yeah. And and so it's hard to get Silly them to understand. Things. And the thing that's been the, the best yeah. has been with our with our program. Oh. Come in, it's free. You can come late, leave early. Stick around for the rolling portion. You're gonna go with Coach Dev, who's twenty-nine, yeah. five foot four, one hundred sixteen pounds. <laughs> Yeah. And you, we've had it. We've had these, and you see it. You either see their their ego can't take the hit, and they don't come back, but their eyes are open, mm-hmm. or you see them their ego <clears> take the hit, and they do come back, and they learn. But Dev manhandles. It's not like she like squirrels around. Oh, she murders people. Dev right. manhandles these guys, and then I'm like, okay, cool. You just finished with Dev. Now you're gonna go with me, <laughs> and I make sure that it's a flow roll. Like I'm very light. I don't put any <laughs> pressure cut, on. Just control cut. them, like right? Yeah. So like I try and be, I try and be as gentle as possible, knowing Dev just murdered them. And it's it's that's the only way I've seen to dispel that like just eighteen to twenty three year old range. You gotta of like of getting them to understand right. like you're not as safe as you think you are. And it goes back to that great video from Joe Rogan where he's like, have like your most people have never taken their body like you treat it like a car. You never took it over fifty right. miles an hour. Yeah, most people like, revved it. And no one redlines it. And it's it's one of my favorite quotes. It's either. Uh, Socrates, or they're like it's it's every man's right to like or duty to understand how great their body is. Yeah. Yeah. It's something along those lines. Aristotle. Aristotle. Yeah. yeah. And I, I just yeah. butchered that saying, but like it's yeah. a real thing. Like I I didn't discover what my body was capable of until 25, 26. Oh wow. And like I took my diet seriously. I started lifting weights. I started training seriously, like every day, and like really came into my own and. It, it, I just remember that it helped me turn the corner as an adult and realize, like, okay, like, this is what it's supposed to be. Like, that whole, yeah. like, hunting and running from saber-toothed tigers to, yeah. like, that's what you yeah. want to be. Yeah. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. but like, like yeah. why do you think people ignore <clears throat> that now? Because they're comfortable. It's hard. It's easy yeah. to be yeah. comfortable, yeah. man. Yeah. Hard, Dude, I, hard, I, blow, is hard. I, blow, I blow off lifting all the time. <coughs> I know. Because I don't like it. Jerk. <laughs> I'm trying to get you to lift forever. Because I don't like it. <laughs> I'd rather be rolling. I'd rather be rolling. Uh, so it's an experience thing. So shit hasn't changed. Yeah. When, I, when I was a kid, we'd have people come in, and I was always the smallest person in the room. And my coach would have me just beat people up. Good after that guy. Okay. Hurt him a little bit. Okay. Yeah, I'll take it. And I was always that person to prove to you that here you're gonna get jacked by the little guy. Got to come so in what, more. So what you what it what it does works. It works, yeah. And and that's it's like and it's just nothing's changed. And like you said earlier, like it's all cyclical. Like it all comes back around. Um, I know I am glad to see like some things have fallen to the wayside. Like you no longer have to do the gauntlet when you get your belt promotion or anything like that. that. Yeah. Or ours, the, the gang mentality of sort getting of getting choked out, dude. That was, dude, dumb shit. that was a cult. The yeah. cult mentality has has started to go away. Well, I think yeah. it's, and I think it's a great. I think it's one of the good things about social media, exposing like fake black right. belts and we confronting them. We've been talking about that, yeah, but talking about that a lot. I mean, like in in, I think that it's. I think that is a. I I don't think that there's anything better that you can do 
than help people like not go to a, a bullshit school. Yeah. And so, and yeah. there's just so many of them. There's one right now that just popped up that I want to go. I wanted to call you so bad and just and and send you like that really? picture that we used to have of that unicorn showing up in a school bus. Yeah. It's like, get it, we're gonna go do some weird <laughs> shit. <laughs> but um, it's a. Uh, it's, I think it's called Columbus Self-Defense. It's up in Westerville. But there's no pictures. It's this little brick building. Looks like maybe 20 by 30 brick building. Weird. Like, it's tiny, but it says Columbus. And But if you go to their Facebook page and you read their reviews, like, it's straight up. It sounds like a cult that we came from. Ah. And I'm just like, what is happening? Like, I want to be like, hey, hey, Cheney, yeah. let's ride. We got <laughs> to see what's up. That's bloody. But, um, funky. And, and it's always like coming from something that, like you know, like we did a little bit. It's always concerning to see it elsewhere and be like, oh, that's it right doesn't flag. go away, man. Like, yeah, well, yeah. And, uh, and that's another one. Like we have people coming there. Like, I did this class for one time, and I just, I just know I can handle myself. Like, cool. Yeah, that's nice. That's yeah. what I love. Like we have a red man suit, and I'm trying to get that new Spartan gear suit, which yeah, looks a little yeah. bit more mobile. Oh yeah. Um, but like I'm like, all you have to do is get out that door behind me. You can do whatever you want to me. The only thing I'm going to do, I'm not even going to hit you. I'm just going to grab a hold of you and sag. Mm -hmm. And within like 30 seconds, they're exhausted. Right they can't get off the ground. Uh, Brooke gets a lot of like uh, lessons of people like, like, oh, my daughter wants to train an hour of self-defense before they go off to college. Yeah. Know, so they're, so they're, you know, that, that, that does not work weird. that way. Like, well, that's the, I mean, that's the... We've talked about this before, yeah, yeah. as far as education goes, of memorize it for a test, get an A, you know it. Right, right. Kind of shit. And people think that that applies to physical ability. I think that, that doesn't apply to anything, period. Yeah. But they're like, oh, but I learned it. I'm like, no. Dude, I remember, I remember the first uh, time, I remember the first time walking <clears throat> into Columbus MMA with Jackson. And I thought I knew how to shrimp, and then Cheney showed me, like, Barimbalo, and I was like, <laughs> what is that? Weird. And the next two yeah. months was just us with our butts on the walls, inverting, so we that could was, learn how to berimble. That's the, that's the first thing you taught me. Yeah. You gotta wake that inside. wall drill. <laughs> He's like, I need you to be a panda. And I was like, panda style. Uh, Hold yourself. Uh, be like the fortune cookie. And, uh, but like, it's, it's, and like, I still like, it, and that's, I don't know, fundamental movements. Even, even that deteriorates. Like, I, I would say that I'm a pretty advanced level grappler and if i don't train something basic there's like a rust at times depreciate like man. It, it just yeah. it's, miss that timing the edges well i mean <laughs> it's you know if you're homunculus in your brain it has three it has like usually like three layers to it as far as your body map goes and it sort of works as you kind of penetrate the layers but if you don't practice something that literally there's a chunk of your brain that will atrophy as far as what's associated with that part of the body and that um, that plane of movement and how you move, that will atrophy, literally, if you don't reinforce it. Well, and so that's that, why it goes away. And that's what I, I've yeah. noticed that because I tend to go on these, like, I go on these, like, peaks and plateaus. And so, like, I realize when I'm plateauing in something, I'll switch to something else. And my big mm -hmm. switch is usually um, MMA, and then I'll switch to jiu-jitsu, and then I'll switch back to MMA. And the thing that I've noticed is, like, when I've done jiu-jitsu, like, right now I'm in my jiu-jitsu cycle. Like, I'm going to Worlds and... Um, Mm -hmm. I've only been doing jiu-jitsu and I've been really ignoring MMA lately but I know I already know it from experience when I go back my head is going to be like springboarded because the first thing that atrophies for me is my head movement I move great like my hips and my shoulders move but my right. head stays straight in the middle line and it just gets 
tagged up, but I know it's going to be a really hard learning curve because I'm no longer 23, I'm 31. <laughs> You're not and old it's going to be like, it's going to be much harder to fix that. Um, but thankfully, we are training smarter with like giant boxing gloves to like help you just dial it back in yeah. so you like knock that rust off. And then yeah. we, we cycle down to like the four ounce gloves. But um, then that's another thing. I like, I'm really stoked to have been found martial arts at this time when people are recognizing head trauma recognizing recovery times, mm-hmm. recognizing that you don't need hard sparring, you need technical, like, taps. Yeah, yeah. And you found it's, a good time. <laughs> I, I just remember, oh, man, I remember... Could have been bad. It could have been, yeah, it could have been way worse. Like, especially yeah. watching some of the older fighters now, I'm just like, huh, I'll show you some x-rays, guys. <laughs> I started in the 90s. Yeah. And at the peak, like, kung fu movie stage. Uh, everybody wanted but, to beat some ass. Well, no, like... <laughs> Where we learned how to train was from fucking training scenes and kung fu movies. Steven Seagal, well, yeah, between Rocky <laughs> and freaking Van Damme, and just like just the if you if you could get your hands on like the real cool shit from China, but like literally like the internet wasn't a thing and people just trained hard and like we'd be like you're not training until you puke. Okay, we train until we puke. Now the real training begins. Dude, we did that. And, I mean, that For was... For the Arnold's camps? Long time. So dumb. That was my life until I was in my mid-20s. I mean, yeah. well into the early 2000s. And, yeah, dude, no. It's dumb. Like, I didn't sleep for yeah. 13 years. Yeah. I didn't sleep. I just... I, maybe yeah. four hours a night tops. Rest was... I, I'm too busy. Gotta, now I'm like, shit, man. I gotta, get my, I gotta get rest. I'm sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still that way though. Like, I, but I can't like, I can't rest because I do have I do overstack my schedule. Yeah. Well, I mean that's why I didn't sleep is I overstacked my schedule, but it wasn't a priority. That was the one thing I'm tossing. But it's different too. You got kids. Like this is before children. Like now I have children and like, there is nothing you're going to accomplish other than a nap and maybe some laundry today. <laughs> yeah, like I mean I started my laundry before this. We're good. But um, yeah, it's a different level, you know. Like my um. I tell people when they're about to have kids, add an hour to everything. And I mean, like, brushing your teeth, putting your socks on. Dude. Like, add an hour to everything. So, so before I met my wife, I was half an hour early, right? If I'm yeah. alone, like, I was here. I was here, yeah, like, you were here. here, like, ten minutes early, mm-hmm. right? When I met my wife, we were right on time, right? Like, yeah. Right on time. <laughs> First kid, hour late. Yep. <laughs> Second kid, I can't tell you how many times we've been like, I've been like, hey, bro. We ain't coming. It ain't happening. And Sorry, that, man. that text came three hours after we were supposed to be. Yeah, <laughs> like they ain't any shoes anymore, man. Like they're just aren't shoes. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know no, what happened. We've actually done that. I've been like, I don't care. She doesn't need shoes. We, we survived yeah. millions of years without shoes. Come on. And then we get out there, and it's just like all gravel. I'm like, shit. She needs shoes. Carrying, yeah, she's fine. She's I'm like, carrying this baby all day. Yeah. Now my my daughter wouldn't wear shoes for years. Wouldn't wear socks. <laughs> I used, to, I used to have to make deals with her when she was an infant. I'm like, just keep the socks on in the parking lot. And you take them off when we get into Target. Like, I'm negotiating with a baby. Yeah. She's looking at me like, maybe. One. I'll keep uh, one on yeah. and a toe. And, and she would like, and we would <laughs> like, and to the point where like, she'd get in there and literally I'd put her in the cart and the socks were gone. She'd take them off without hands. <laughs> He didn't notice that you dropped him in Target. And I'm like, dang it! We gotta I find those socks. I definitely paid for the same pair of socks and panties that we wore coming in. Oh yeah, yeah. Socks. I just threw. Underwear, I didn't think like, anything of it. I threw it on and I got swiped through, and I was like, oh, okay. shit. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. <laughs> that's happened. That's how it is. Yeah. 
That's how, how, how have you handled, like, you've always noticed that you've always had your kids, like, in the gym, too. Like, how do they handle growing up in the gym life? Like, <laughs> um, well, they both, once your kids figure out shrimping, changing diapers becomes a Difficult. war. <laughs> oh, yeah, they get out of the way. Um, yeah. <laughs> the other one, man, the other one is, like, we've, I've been called to school and gymnastics. Oh, that was a question Dottie, I was ask you. Dottie, we had to have a talk again about squeeze hugs and how we have to be at the gym uh, on mats, and both you and your opponent have to bow so you both understand what's happening. Yep. You can't just squeeze hug somebody from behind because they took your favorite toy. Mm-hmm. But the other one, and that's kind of a negative one, <clears throat> um, but the other one is one that I'm proud of, and I still refuse to say anything other than, like, great job, baby, let's go get some ice cream. This, they were playing a game. It was monster tag where, like, the, the tagger is a monster. And it was a boy who's a little bit bigger than Dot. And he chased her, and she kind of cornered herself. And she sat down, <laughs> and she said, you're scaring me. Stop. And he said, no. And he pushed her over onto her back. And she said, you're scaring me. Stop. And he said, no. And she came up and just oh so to guard him like, yeah. to the ground. And go. then nice. I got called about my, my daughter being too aggressive. I was like, where were you? Yeah. My, my daughter's clearly saying, stop. Up, I'm scared. Nerd. What and are you doing? Yeah. If I find out you're on your phone, you're gonna get Osoto Dari. Like mm-hmm. yeah. and I was I was like, I'm not gonna tell my daughter that she did anything wrong because that's that that's again that re that uh, no, you can't appropriating re- that victim culture. No, you can't no. do that. Mm. And well we we have a zero tolerance on fighting. Well you're about to have a whole nother fight on your hands, and I promise you I'm way better than anyone that you have here. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now you apologize to my daughter yeah, for did. not being there. She defended herself when man. you were supposed to be. Like, that'd be like it'd be like yeah. you know, I mean it's the same thing I see as a police officer, like they're like, oh my gosh, like, why weren't you here fast enough? Well, homie, as soon as I got here, I took care of it as best as I could. <clears throat> yeah, like, I, can't, I, I don't, can't teleport, man. That's super right. human, yeah. man. Well, and, and huh. that's what they tried to hide on. They tried to say that, like, uh, well, we don't know who started it. Well, even the boy is saying that he was being too rough. So he's admitted <laughs> he to admitted it. He admitted to yeah. it. Yeah. Like, and it's and even, then, it's And done. then Dot feels really bad about it and went and bought him a cupcake and brought it to him the next day. Like, oh. out of her own piggy bank. Yeah. That's cool, man. Like, you know, yeah. you're, you're, and I'm, that's one thing I'm always like, I don't want anybody to ever, like, wait for somebody to save them. Like, no. It just, it's no. not going to happen. Yeah. And on, I guess, you're on setting a, yourself up for failure, I guess. Yeah, yeah but yeah. On, on a lighter note, like, my daughter has that issue as well, as far as um, what play is. And she's never, I mean, she, almost she was in a situation like that at the mall once when she was three and kind of took a kid out. But um, that was where I first discovered is I take her to the mall when she was like three. When she play, and like if Leota Machida was an offensive fighter, that was her play. Yeah, <laughs> like she didn't think anything of it. She'd be like, throw some dude down, and be like, I'm like, take it easy, bud. Take it easy. Martial well, arts <laughs> kids are different. Martial arts kids tougher. Tougher, yeah. <laughs> so, but like case in point, you asked like bringing my kids to the gym. Um, Isla, my younger, my two year old, won the race to the ER. We were going down the slide, she was on my lap, and I didn't realize Dottie was climbing up, and when we smacked Dottie, her leg got stuck underneath, and it broke her, broke her thigh, I think it broke her thigh bone. Broke her feet. And, Woo! and immediately, I won't, I won't ever forget, like, it haunts my feet, uh, like, the scream, yeah, yeah. and then the shake that she had in her hand, yeah. but she still, like, was trying to walk around She's on like, it, and she cool. was having trouble putting weight on it, because it was broken. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That kid, like, me, before martial arts, 
Like, I'd have been like, I'm dead. I'm dead. Yeah. <laughs> I'm dead. Take the Lord. <laughs> Take the Lord. I'm and, like, again, like, it's that toughness. Like, she's even yeah. in the cast, like, she was attempting to walk. She's attempting to like, walk and move. Yeah, yeah. they don't even and care. It, it just, yeah. It's a different, like, martial arts kids, like, play is different for them. Wrestling kids are, are also that way. Like, the, the mentality's different. Yeah, my, my daughter, like, went down a slide once and got her arm behind her back. Hell, she may have broken her shoulder. She was, I don't, she's like, I'm good, I checked it out, I'm like, and you know, you kind of have that point as a parent, like, should we go to the emergency room, is this okay, I'm like, and she doesn't want to go, she hates doctors, I'm like, alright buddy, we'll give it a day, Yeah. but if this, like, and I'm like, shit, she's gonna say it doesn't hurt, like, I can assess it, I'm, you know, I'm pretty good, and it was okay, and like, one day, when she's 20, she'll get an x-ray and be like, why don't you break your arm, like, fuck. (laughs) <laughs> you know, we're talking about that day. <laughs> we're fine, but yeah, she just shrugged it off and wanted to go back and play. Yeah, you know, and you're like, yeah, it's just. But again, I remember. I guess I can't say that. Like, I remember doing that. I remember like as a kid, that's how I was. over my yeah. bicycle yeah. and being like, "It's fine. I'm good. <laughs> Try to get back." <laughs> but then, yeah. like, I can't imagine. Like, I've seen a kid. I saw a kid on one of those scooters topple into a pile of leaves, and they called a medic and then rode in the ambulance. Two grant, which alone, just just the ride What's alone, is like four hundred and eighty dollars. Yeah, to and, go into a pile of leaves. And he's like, "Oh, my dad will pay for it." Like, and that's the oh thing. My that, God. And I'm just like, "Whatever." Oh, like, yeah, yeah no thank you. I just don't understand. Like, and that that's that. I guess to answer your original question, I think it's too easy. And and training's hard. You know, yeah. training's hard. Look how many blue belts that you you've seen just fade out. Just, just I did something hard. I did something <laughs> yeah. hard. I'm cool. Or, bye. or this, this takes too long to get an instant reward. Yeah, and uh, and I mean to that end, like I, you're missing out, I guess. Yeah. And it, you don't have to like jujitsu. I think jujitsu is the best. Yeah. But I'm also like a judo black belt. But like that's what I try and tell people. Like, like I'm a judo black belt. Sarah's a Muay Thai fighter. But our girls have to do jujitsu until they leave. You can do any other martial art or sport mm-hmm. you want, but you'll yep, go to you jujitsu twice a week. Like, whether your grades are bad, I don't care. I'll just tell yeah, them, I'll just going. tell the coach, hey, I need you to beat my kid up this yeah. week. Yeah. She didn't do Make it well. hard. Make it hard. Yeah. And then <laughs> and then but like when you leave I know that you have that foundation of good, all encompassing self defense mm-hmm. that I think works for every body type. No, I hundred percent agree. Like yeah. the same 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 agreement with my daughter of you gotta do jujitsu. Like and I mean it's at least once a week because she's got other stuff like right. That'll change as they get older. Right. Like, don't get your feelings hurt, just as a warning. Right. Because I get my feelings hurt when she doesn't want to go, and we have to negotiate, and just, like, prepare yourself for that already. But, um, it's, you know, it's, <laughs> when school starts, like, we're going tonight, but next week we're not going to go on Tuesday. We're just going to go on Thursday because she's going to go to dance on Monday, hip-hop dance. She wants to be a K-pop star. But, um, at, um... And Tuesday, we're going to the farmer's market, and we're going to skip class. I'm like, okay, it's fine. But um, as long as she goes, and as long as it's a part of her life, and it's normal. It's very much that it's normal. This is not a extra super thing that you do. This is not, this is normal. Being able to shrimp and armbar and choke people, that's that's, that's normal life. That's it. That's like breathing. Yeah. You know, and... I hope she never understands why that's important. I, that's my goal for her life. I guess. But I guess my important. advice to you is to have, and I think you do. I like. I've seen you talk about it with her in front of her and all those things. Like, I think the big thing for any anybody who's like, "Oh, we do this for fun and we do this to stay in shape," 
you need to have those doom and gloom talks sometimes and just be real with them. Like, mm-hmm. somebody someday is going to try it. What's that? It's a Gracie quote. Someday somebody's going to try and take something from you and you need to choke that motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, and, it's, and it yeah. could be, it could be anything. It could be your stuff, could be your life, could be your body. Yeah. Like, depending on, yeah. especially with daughters. Like, yeah. uh-huh. um, like, it's just something that, like, Mm-hmm. Like it's, a, I, it's something my dad told me. He's like, "You better never start a fight, but if you get in one, you better win, yeah. and I'll come take care of the rest." Yep. And so, like, that's what I try and like live by with with yeah. Dobby and Isla. Is just you know, like, you take care of what you need to, and I'll make sure that everything else works out the way it should. Yeah. Um. And and it just comes to like like raising better humans. Like, mm-hmm. it's but, always just. And it's an odd thing too, because I always say, I always tell. I tell my daughter stories about my life, and a lot of I've lived kind of an exciting life for a boring guy. But I always reiterate to her, I don't start fights, but I do finish them. Always. See, I, I can't always and, say that I, I'm not a drunken master. I'm like 0 and 13. <laughs> yeah. but, so my my yeah. saying has changed to, yeah. uh, I don't always start, or you might be walking over, but you'll be limping away. Yeah. Because I might pretty, lose. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, might, that, I might catch a butt that comes with That comes within the context of the story, too, is sometimes I lose, but... Do you remember me forever? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is I don't give up. Yeah. Is like, and I always try to like just put that into her normal vernacular. Well, of, and, and you know, there's no giving up here. And that's the scary part that a lot of people don't realize that is a truth to to like. That's what I love about law enforcement. Everybody like everybody's like, oh, why well, a police officer? I became a police officer to help people. Truly, I did. Huh. However, um, I will never forget it. My my chief asked me, I don't want to hear that. I need to know why you want to be a police officer. And I was like. I want to do cool shit, and I'm nosy. <laughs> I want awesome. access to cool training, and I'm nosy, nosy. right? Yeah. And one of the first things I found out is uh, bad guys train self-defense and how to defeat it. Yep. They, they train on stripping cops of their weapon, and they train on the the hot self-defense thing. And the big one right now is MMA. You want to? I've some of the best ground and pounders I've ever seen have been bad guys who mm-hmm. understand like stacking the hips yeah. and understand like. I don't really need to hurt you right now. I can wait till you're tired, and then I can hurt you. Look at all the world star. Two big haymakers, and then somebody gets a body lock into a giant slam on the yeah. concrete. Yep. And, like, that, like, my last two cage fights, I got picked up into the air and powerbombed. And the only reason I didn't get knocked out was because I know how to fall. Well, yeah. And, like... Know how to fall. Best thing ever on And, like, it's 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 just something, and it's, it's something that is... Should be normal. Like you should, yep. you should do martial arts daily. That should just normal. Yeah. And and it's like I said, it doesn't have to be jujitsu. I think it should be. I think jujitsu is the safest and the most applicable. Bang for your buck. What yeah. what, it, what it comes down to is when we play, we can go a hundred percent. And people mm-hmm. mi- misunderstand. Oh, I got caught. I, I tapped it. No, you didn't tap. In the real world, you died. Your arm broke, <laughs> and now you can't defend yourself. Yeah. Or, God forbid, it's a choke, and you went to sleep. You have no idea what they're going to do to you. Yeah. yeah. And like, I don't, I'm surprised you don't see more of those World Star videos. Maybe they just don't post them up because a person died. Right. Well, like, they get a choke and they just never let go. Yeah. Or it's got, a, it's a real choke. It's not a strangle. It's and they a, like yeah, crush and a windpipe. It's their windpipe and they're done. But yeah. like, it's, it's just something that, um, it's, it's something that's not taken seriously. And it's, it's kind of like, oh, like that, that'll never happen to me. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's, yeah. it's and unfortunate. It and then it does. And then they have to see me and they're like, why weren't you here? Ooh. Like, well, 
maybe you know it took me two minutes to get here i was two blocks away and as soon as somebody told me something was happening i can't see like, i can't tell the port then you but, see these videos of yeah. jiu-jitsu black belts like controlling drunken dudes in mount like laughing until the cops get there like they're mm-hmm. you know what i mean and it's like, that simple if or you have Enzo gracie tweeting yeah. as he's being mugged yeah. by oh my dudes. god that's yeah. classic yeah like as, i'm gonna get these guys don't worry like, <laughs> If there isn't a clear indication between the type of people there are in the world, that's it. Like, yeah, <laughs> seriously. But, but, I mean, and it's it's funny, man, like, uh, stories, like, uh, we went out and celebrated um, Tyler Tyler getting his black belt. Tyler Buchner got his black belt a few yeah, weeks ago. Sweet. And um, we went out and, like, had a good time, and we're kind of bar hopping, and, and we didn't even talk to these people. They were an old, like, high school union. But, like, got to bar closing, everybody's getting ready to, like, we're all waiting on Ubers and all those things. And all of a sudden, these two guys who are high school friends get up and start throwing blows. And one of them cocks back and elbows somebody's girlfriend. And then it's just kind of asses and elbows. And the bartender is a friend of ours that we train with, came outside and, like, was trying to defuse the situation and was just getting... Like, they're starting to mob him. Yeah. Oh, because he grabbed the, the most aggressive person. He grabbed him and tried to, like, bring him back down. Yeah. And no drunk people like that. Right. And no. so, like, I was like, <sighs> And so, like, <laughs> we walk over, and, like, we start controlling the situation. And I'll, and I'll just never forget. I remember I had I had somebody from behind. Somebody else had somebody in, like, a, a, a nice kind of clinch. And then I just see Coach Devin just crashing and re-crashing the biggest guy I've ever seen across the parking lot. Dude. Because she just used good fundamental movements and, like, good hip explosion. And she wasn't engaging in anything other than just driving him back and taking, removing him from the fight. Right? Nice. And, like, she didn't hurt him. He was fine. Yeah. He got in his Uber later. I didn't hurt my person. Like, well, and, and, that's, and it just happened to be that, like, people started a fight and there were jujitsu people around who controlled it until everybody kind of calmed down and so nobody got hurt. And, like, that alone, like, speaks volumes to me of a martial art as opposed to, like, boxers, like, oh, like, if I was there, I'd just knock everybody out. Oh, cool. So if somebody, like, falls and hits their head on the concrete mm-hmm. curb and now they're yeah, dead, yeah, like... Yeah, what are you going to do? Yeah. yeah. Or, like, an MMA guy is like, oh, I'll just hit a blast double leg. Yeah, oh. concrete, dude. Yeah. That yeah. pool table is really hard, man. Like... Yeah. It definitely gives you the most, uh, just options. Dynamic. Yeah. It's, In terms of legality as well, I think. <laughs> it's, easy, it's, it's easier to scale. Yeah. Of striking, escalate, striking. De-escalate. If I'm going to kick somebody, you know, maybe there are, maybe their ribs break, maybe it just hurts. But if I'm going to arm drag somebody and then put them on the ground, that's a lot easier for me to control. Well, I, I didn't even go to the ground. I just controlled uh, my guy from behind. But then he, yeah. you can see he couldn't figure out what to do. He's at such a distance. And there's your option. Yeah. And then he's he's exhausted. he was exhausted. Yeah. Like 45 seconds, it. he was like, "Well, dang." He's like, "All right, fuck it. Oh, yeah. Where's my Uber?" <laughs> Okay, man. They're cool. Good job, bro. Yeah, take a nap. Um, and the other thing that comes with it is once you get once you get comfortable being in uncomfortable spots, once you notice like your verbal judo goes up, you don't get as excited. Mm-hmm. Things are just let thing things are less important when somebody's choked you to sleep. Yeah. Like yeah. it was like ah man like yeah. like that bill was a little bit more than I thought. It's okay though. Like, yeah, yeah. Throws a lot into perspective. Oh yeah, I mean it's nothing like getting beat up and. On a regular basis, to like put everything in its place, right? It turns the volume down on everything else in life. Oh, and that's—I remember yeah. that was the biggest thing since we left our cult. Right. <laughs> right. Was cross training. Yeah, cross like training. You, like you might be the biggest person in your gym, or you might be—you might be sucking, and then you go to a new gym, and if you're the biggest person, somebody's not that impressed with your with your cool stuff. 
Or if you're the little person and everybody knows your tricks, mm-hmm. you go to a new gym and they've never seen it, you're catching all your old favorites again. Yep. And it's, it's just the beauty of that cross-training that's so beautiful. And I really think jiu-jitsu is beautiful everywhere, especially with you going to globe trotting across, yeah. across the world. That's yeah. awesome. Sure, the fun. first thing that we pack when we've like, been to Jamaica, when we've been to England, is our geese. Yep. We always yeah, pack our geese. No matter what, and like that's, Always, that's yep. one day is for training for sure, and it usually turns into like a multitude somewhere, of yeah. days. You're training but somewhere. in Columbus, there's just such a so many options. It's man. such a and everybody knows everybody. Nobody cares. Like yeah. like yeah. I don't like I can't think of a and, single gym that cares if you show up except one. Yeah. <laughs> and, except those guys. And if you're gonna go to any gym in Grove City, it needs to be Grove City Jiu Jitsu, and that's that. And that's it. <laughs> Nothing else. <laughs> um, but. Uh, it, uh, but that's what I think makes Columbus really cool. It's like, and you want to, if you want to see it, look no further than the fight to win pictures. People who are about to try to ch- choke each other unconscious are like doing prom yeah. photos and like lift, like bench pressing each yeah. other, mm-hmm. like secret handshakes. Yeah. I did Charlie's Angels. I think, yeah, it was I think dope. That spoke volumes. That's like the community, the New Jersey community, like, and not even just Columbus, but like Ohio, you know? That's, like that's... Toledo, Cincinnati, Cleveland. Yeah, that's a recent development, though, guys. Yeah, it's yeah, not... It's, yeah. it's It came... It kind of came that's through... the past 10 years that's really happened. Yeah. Before that, no. Yeah, it was It was very... Everyone. All, all martial arts <laughs> were like that, though. And that was the that was the style versus style mentality. We were all cults going after each other's cults. Yeah, yeah. And that was a different deal. It was weird. I was one of the few gyms that we would travel... But we would only go to certain places. Yeah, you had your friends, and then people that you just didn't associate yeah, with. Yeah. But the thing was, is if that broke down, if someone left their cult, like I was down one time, training with some friends, and a dude that I knew from that school had left, and we were we were tight, we were good friends, and I saw him and went to say hi, and dude was like, nah, nah, and I'm like getting dragged out of this place, like. See ya. <laughs> and he's like, all right. And, you know, that's kind of how it used to be. And now it's so much more open. And I think, I mean, I think as long as you're not like a, that. Like, I always try to make sure that I don't wear a gi that has, like, gym patches. Like, yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't. Yeah, I do that I too. Try, and that's just a respect thing. Like, you're not, mm-hmm. like, I'm not. I like save that flash seminar day, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, not necessarily yeah. tournament day or some shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I, like, I don't, I don't, I mean, I, I don't know. Like, I, I'm all about, like, that whole you can learn from anybody or and like every yeah. gym is known for something like yeah every everyone, gym, like, everyone's got something every good gym has something that they they're like this is what we predominantly teach yeah. and this is what mm-hmm. we're good at and i just think it's a great like at the end of the day like i love my gym and i love my team and everything but like i'm looking to get better everywhere mm-hmm. like i'm not looking to be like uh. the best here and only here and if i can't get here then i'm in trouble like mm-hmm. i always assume mm-hmm. that i'm going to get put in the worst possible spot yeah, so, yeah, it's good to go and get other people's perspectives, even on stuff you already know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, like, they just do a little bit different or explain it a little bit different. You're Some like, of my best friends are guys that I literally fought to the burger. Like, we were both bleeding in the cage, and now we're, like, best, the best friends. That's the best way to like, make I stay friends, at their house man. when I go and travel and beat people up. There's a respect. There's something you just love each other. Like, mm-hmm. it's weird. It's a weird yeah. thing. Yeah. And right. I, I love that you see it. You're starting to see it. The thing that I love most about jiu-jitsu, especially being a father of girls, is the explosion of female jiu-jitsu. Oh, yeah. They are, they are some it. of the most dynamic and exciting matches, usually. Even oh, yeah. more so than, like, the main card. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, like, sure. our, like our, our teammates, they're stumped. Yeah. Like, we go way back with her. She's a phenom. She's got her brown belt. Yeah, and she's, yeah. She's, oh, yeah. I mean, she is 
amazing. But like, you have you have a ton of girls who are really kind of paving that way. And, yeah, I mean, and it's it's normal in jujitsu. Yeah. It's not these yeah. are girls. It's just, Emily Kwok, still yeah. one of the most relevant, and she just found out she's pregnant, and yeah. runs one of the most relevant gyms in um, in New York. Like, it's mm-hmm. such a mat mentor to not just females, but like I bounce ideas off of her. She's, she's prompt and polite, responsive. Yeah, and and she's a she's a legend in the sport and still still making waves. And I just think it's such a huge thing for the female community to understand like they are just as relevant if not more so than guys because it's something that um Theon Davies said recently she's badass I really like her of um something I can't remember the exact quote I saw it on the on the Instagram yeah, I tell I'm old the Instagram don't they? but um the IG yeah but uh talking about um female fighters being normal of uh, Girls have people to look up to now. So even someone her age, she's not. She's 25. She might be your age. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I don't have anybody. Like now, people have me. And like my daughter, Ronda Rousey's normal to her. There's nothing spectacular about Ronda. There's nothing groundbreaking. There was nothing out of the ordinary about someone like Ronda Rousey. Hundred percent normal. That's just what people do. Dude, I remember you and I exploded when she came on. The oh, scene. I freaked you see out. This chick? Oh my god, Holy watch this. I was, a, I was a Megumi Fujii fan back then. And Megumi, Megumi was the first queen of the armbar. Right. And then I started hearing about this judo chick from the States armbarring everybody. I'm like, who is it? And I'd forgotten. I, I saw Ronda in the Olympics both times. And I just had forgotten her. Like, I'd forgotten her name. And, out, you know, you don't see someone out, you see someone out of gi. It's out of context. I'm like, why do I know her? Uh, Holy shit. I know who that her. is. <laughs> and, you know... New, I'm an armbar junkie, so I love. I just love people with armbar. And yeah, it was just amazing. I mean, my friend, my friend Angie, just flipping out over her. And then my daughter sees it, and she's a baby, and she's like, armbar and dummy, like ah. <laughs> and yeah, but it's normal. Yeah, absolutely. And I love that. Yeah, absolutely and love and that. And jujitsu has really taken that, as far as just it's not men or women. It's just that's a fighter. Good fighter. Like one of my favorite fighters. Yeah. Like it's it's just my yeah it's. And it's yeah. it's uh I think it's really kind of breaking down barriers, mm-hmm. um, and again it's just good for girls and, and even ladies to have people to look up to and to strive for. It's good for boys to have a woman that they can admire. Oh, and respect. Like I yeah. I will I will yeah. never forget one of our one of our most timid male students finally passed Coach Dev's guard, oh. and he was just like, "It's a great day, Coach." I passed Dev's guard, and I was like, cool, what happened? And she, he was like, she put me to sleep from the bottom. And I was like, <laughs> good job, man. Like, cool. Like, it doesn't matter. Though. Small yeah. victories. <laughs> you, got past, you got past the guard. That's what happens when you get past the guard. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it's and it's so cool that, like, that Dev is a pillar for him to measure himself against. Mm-hmm. Right? And, 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 yeah. and kind of dispelling that uh, misogynistic. Not, yeah, now I think jiu-jitsu has given itself that stigma of like the 110 pound purple belt will fuck you up you yeah I mean? yeah <laughs> yeah which is good which it's is good it's Very good but true. then but then like we are that in itself of itself like it's always something that i go back and forth on like our gym enforcers needed anymore but then right. you see you see this like d1 white belt wrestler who sees a purple belt girl and he's seen that video of the bodybuilder getting choked out and maybe that purple belt girl is like a mom yeah. who trains for fun then and then you look over things. and you see her getting smashed out with an elbow and you're like like, all right, boom. game time, Chaney. Yeah, come yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. A ding ding. <laughs> so yeah, 
say, I think, I guess, the gym enforcer is now not needed for everyone, just for the occasional someone. Yeah. That, 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 that mentality's changed a little bit. Do you but think that the gym enforcer, because you're one of the leaders of your gym, like one of the highest ranking, do you hmm. think the gym enforcer should be a low level, like blue belt, or do you think it should be the, the coach stepping in? What do you think is more effective? Uh, I honestly like before there even needs to be an enforcer. I think it's like the atmosphere of your program can dictate whether you need an enforcer. Yeah, I mean, right? the atmosphere you know what I mean? Like, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Mean, I don't know. Like, there shouldn't need to be one. I don't think anymore. Like, I, I remember when that was shit, and you know, that was a thing. Yeah, well, I think I have a brand somewhere. From a, <laughs> from a, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna say from like an owner there, of a school squid. perspective. You can guys. see it. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah, uh. um, I don't think there should be any more. Like the, the, the talk uh, that you get at the beginning should be yeah, enough. Yeah. Hey man, it's not a fight club. Uh, yeah. Nobody, yeah. nobody gives a shit that about alone you. That alone should diffuse it. But if it <laughs> yeah. gets past that point, you know, oh. uh, I think it very naturally gets taken care of because usually if Someone's you're having a decent program, your lowest person will probably take yeah. care of it. You know, yeah, they, you don't need, take care of it. you don't need to have your right your top level dude go and fuck them up because hopefully like your blue belt just fuck them up and that'd be it you know? yeah. and like you don't have to worry about your purple belt brown belt black belt you know oh, that's you cool because when I was a kid it was it was a legality thing of the owner can't beat everybody up because they gotta run the school so it falls on you it's not a legality thing it's, it's them protecting their, yeah. their bullshit well this is how <laughs> but there yeah, that's the thing it's coming, coming as a cult member <laughs> How I was made to understand this as a child of I'm the littlest guy, I'm also really good, but I don't run the joint, so I'm gonna need I need to work the door. Absolutely. But, but yeah, it's it's the it's the cult leader protecting yeah, our, the door. Our shit cult, our cult is, leader that's how it multiple worked. times yeah. sicked me or Cheney or yeah. Jackson on And somebody. it was an honor. It was an honor to <laughs> yeah, be the pit bull. It was, that's exactly oh, it. Oh. it was so good. What does it make your skin boil? <laughs> yeah, it makes no, like, it's so I have, like, horrible. A gross taste in the back of my mouth like literally I'm just like oh. ruining your Colombian coffee taste yeah. speaking <laughs> of which that was amazing it was, that was very coffee. good that was, that was great good. baller yeah. I liked mm -hmm. it a lot thank you Sean thank you Sean <laughs> so <laughs> much Sean Dotry it's gonna last for a while too I don't drink that much coffee and we got a lot right now so I do like seven cups a day I do one yeah that's something yeah. I've always admired about you your coffee intake your coffee always, intake I mean, is next level man insane. jeez like, he, he's like weird like it'd be like I don't know, fucking like midnight, like month of coffee. Can you can drive them, like, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's go. <laughs> or, like, hold on, like, you'd say water break and I'd have like a piping out coffee. Yeah, like, that fucking coffee. We're like, good. we're training, like, we're throwing, like, repetitively, every tire, just slamming coffee with like cream in it. I'm like, ah, oh, damn. Like, why are you guys dehydrated? <laughs> yeah, come on, keep going. I think, and that's something I think is uh, what I love about jujitsu. Like, I think everybody has a natural gift, and like mine is like dad bod, but I have a gas tank, and everybody's like, "What? What is happening? Like, you suck! Like, I'll get my ass whooped forever." <laughs> Best at the Homer Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> Not all of us have thunder thighs like Cheney. The caramel well. He does have some big old legs, man. Jeez, I don't know, man. Jeez, like just gotta join the cankle squad, bro. Jesus. Whatever. I have the ankles of a twelve-year-old oh, girl, <laughs> but I've got the feet of like, like a six-foot-five man. That's like you so. know, a nice sharpened axe head, though. You know, like, <laughs> it is. <laughs> yeah. there, you know? And now, but in jujitsu, it's just mean. I feel bad. I I, I you cut people, and I'm like, you need to have a talk with Sarah Stump. You remember Sarah Stump's <laughs> original nickname? 
bones. Oh, yeah. It's like everything she did was just elbows and knees. And you're just like, uh, ah, oh, God. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> like, use it. <laughs> but, like, do that. It's uh, not to us. <laughs> be friendly. Be friendly. Yeah. But, yeah, I think everybody has a, a skill that, that translates well into jujitsu, whether it be, like, you have good balance or you have a gas tank or, or some people just have, like, that grit. Like, they don't, they don't give a shit. Some people are, like, super mm-hmm. round, and they keep their elbows in super fucking tight. You can't shave them up. You know, are we talking about Bo? Yes. <laughs> are you listening? Are you listening, Bosa? <laughs> I, know, I know Rodney listens. Oh. Speaking of, he sucks. Oh. I have, I, I've been putting it off. Not putting it off. I've just been uh, insanely busy. But I want to come to Rodney's Tuesday class so bad. Dude, do it, yeah. It's, it would just be so much fun. You know what he does before that class? That's what I want to go to. That. That's what I want to go to. <laughs> That's the one I'm talking about. That one. Secret Come one. Bash. Yeah, do that one. <laughs> um, I just, I just need to. What is today? Tuesday. It's Tuesday. What time is it? Uh, uh, no, uh, what time is it? The class. Uh, oh, five thirty, I think. It's five thirty. I'm gonna see if I can do it today. Yeah. Right. I, don't, I don't think there's anything better to do before Worlds and a, with a broken hand than yeah. go do that. Then go do like a random fight club. <laughs> oh yeah, how's your hand? Hurts so bad. Um, I was training yesterday and just one of my. Like, well, we don't even have belts. Like, my program has four levels, and you get a shirt. And our goal is when you leave, you should have kind of the equivalency of, like, a four-strike white belt who trains once a month. Like, that's our goal. Like, we're not saying that you're a blue belt. We're not saying that you're anything like that. But it goes gray, Mm -hmm. yellow, green, blue. And the only reason that we went blue is because it's school colors. Mm -hmm. Like, it's Columbus State's colors. like kids ranking. Yeah. yeah, and so we, we tried to keep it kids' rank, and orange just didn't look good. <laughs> ah, orange nice. was okay. not a great color. Yeah, so nice. we went yellow, green, blue, and we, we first thing we tell them, when you get your blue shirt, we only have one blue shirt, you are not a blue belt. You're not even close to blue belt. You're just wearing school colors. Yeah. Because <laughs> hopefully you wear white you pants. and you represent. A, yeah, and you wear Columbus <laughs> yeah. yeah. State, right? Go team. Um, but, like, the, one of our green shirts last night, um, he just did this weird, like, I had a hold of him. And he just spun, and it, like, wrist lock turned down over that tendon. And, like, my whole hand and arm went numb. And I was just, like, (laughs) just limply hanging there. And, like, I just kind of pulled guard and, like, tried to fight off my left side. (laughs) Because, like, I was just, like, I'm in so much pain. Oh, my God! Oh, my God! (laughs) Like the uh, gummy bear. The gummy bear. (laughs) The gummy bear from Robot Chicken that is Cheney's ringtone on my Uh, phone. Shit's so funny. I'll never not be funny. (laughs) But it's it's uh it's not great, and I can't wait to go to Worlds and get wrist locked. Well, I mean that's karma, right? Can you, you just recently win with a wrist lock? You know what? <laughs> <laughs> I tried for the Kimura three times, and he forced me to go down that road. Forced me. It was his I didn't choice. Didn't want to do it. His choice. He's like, I never had a choice. <laughs> <laughs> it is a killer picture, though. It looks like I'm. It's very great. Imagined. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great picture. Really cool. Yeah, I actually I downloaded that, man. I got that picture. You're going up on the wall eventually. It's a good yeah. one. I like uh, it. So you're going out to Vegas tomorrow, right? Yeah. Yeah. Go out to Vegas. We fight Friday. Uh, me, my wife Sarah, and then Coach Dev. Uh, but everyone's out there, man. And then something really cool that I didn't that I found out about last night. Grappling Industries is like, hey, all you guys that came out there and lost your first one, traveled all the way across the world, and you lost in your first match, and now you don't have anything, right? You. Uh, oh, yeah, we're in my backyard again. Backyard again. So it happens. Uh, <laughs> but uh, Grappling Industries is doing a like uh, submission only tournament Sunday. So if you flew from like oh, wow. halfway okay. across the world and you lost your first match, 
Sunday in Vegas, grappling missions like nothing. Sixty bucks, I think, sixty or eighty bucks for both gi and no gi, yeah. and you're guaranteed four matches. That's really cool. So like, that's a, that's something I'm actually I might skip the Red Rock hike because I'm assuming I'm gonna lose. <laughs> but uh, you never fucking know, dude. I know, but I I don't know. Like, I think that's something that like all I really care about is like I've always been a really fucking good competitor. Like you've always shut up, Jamie. I mean, dude. I'm shut just up, saying, bro. Be quiet. Just saying. Yeah, when are you gonna do a cage fight? You're so young. Oh God! Let's dude. see. Let's get you in one. Man, let's do one. It, just one. one. Come just on. one. Come just on. Just one. Two of us. You, you think so? Just one. Dude, if my eyes still worked, I would do one. Just but now one. they make people my size. I'm just, about just it. one. Dude, especially <laughs> now, especially now that Travis Davis has opened up Ohio Combat League. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah, you got yeah, it. Like, yeah, yeah. you got a league. Yeah, like, I'll think about it. It's been in my brain, so I'll think about it. Yeah, we'll get you ready. Oh yeah, I know. That's dude. I'll. You can just throw the shit out of me. I'll be your, like, we'll be in your corner, get you all wrapped up, yeah. like, come on, homie. I'll It'll be think fun. about it. It'll be fun. Although, dude, I remember, I remember your old fight camps and how whiny you were. Because, dude, I used to cut up so much. He's gotten a little What do you better. walk around at now? I'm like 180 now. So you do 170, yeah. nice and easy. Yeah. And you're like the perfect size for it. Exactly. I used to cut tons of weight and do for, it poorly, so yeah, I'd be a piece mm. of shit. So. <laughs> You could do 185, but you're not really tall Fuck enough. Fuck that, nah. You're not They're tall too enough. big, dude. Oh, whatever, man. You're there on the legs. It's fine. Dude, that's or amateur. That. Mo- my, last, my last three fights were against, like, six-foot people. Yeah. And I'm 155. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna ha- when I turn pro, I'm going to have to do 45. Just so I can fight somebody and reach their face. You could just reach their stomach. I I did that. I my, my, my last loss was a fight before this last one. I remember that, yeah. And... I kicked that dude a minimum of 52 times. Really? And for every leg kick, he would blast my face. Also, interesting fact, that was in Pennsylvania. First time I ever fought out of state, other than Kentucky, one time. Uh. And that fight was the one time I ever did 145. Never made it. In Kentucky, you get three pounds. I made 147. Jackson held me up. <laughs> let go. I, they were like, 147, collapsed. <laughs> the next day, I weighed in at 172 because I rehydrated and had to pay the $25 was, fine. Yeah, um, but that man. guy was six foot two at 145. Jesus Christ. Um, this last I feel week, like you just got a bad draw. This, <laughs> this dude was a, he's a pro boxer. Or no, he's an ammy boxer. Now he's pro. And he, uh, he's a, he was a blue belt at the time, but he, was, he got his purple belt after. Um, and for every leg kick I threw, Ethan Hayes would just like... Sit on his punches and blast me. And the night before, weighed in, everything was fine. Like, haha! Like, immediately started vomiting and shitting my brains out. Like, so usually, like, like I said, like I weigh in at like 154, yeah. and then the next day I'm usually in like the 70s because I like rehydrate two gallons of water, yeah. like rehydrate all this stuff. I weighed in at 154. Sarah showed up with her Zofran from her pregnancy two years prior, to, so I could stop vomiting. Yeah. And I reweighed in at 158. And then they're like, "You want to fight?" And I was like, "It's for a title. Let's do this." <laughs> and I just remember, I just remember after getting slammed at the end of the second round, I just remember checking my Power Ranger shorts and being like, "Please tell me I didn't shit myself." And it didn't? Cool. I'm winning this fight right now. Like, yep. Totally losing this fight, but I, I have won. I won by <laughs> <laughs> not shitting just then. We win. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, it's always been my draw. Uh, I always had like super tall people, and and uh, it um, it just it just it. it it was just hard, like, but, you know, I trained with you, I learned striking from you originally, and you were just, like, leg kick, <laughs> and that's all I did, I remember the first, the first couple months of training with you, you would check, and, like, I would just fall down, because I would just <laughs> shin to knees, like, oh, no, yeah. quickly learned to stop doing that, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, 
I don't know. It's, it's really been probably the coolest thing is to go back and like watch my first fight and just see the evolution that's happened. And and again, my biggest takeaway is that I haven't wasted my life on martial arts, yeah. and it literally it saved my life. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, absolutely. Which feeds into like the program. We've been open a little over like two and a half years now. In those two years, twelve of our students have been attacked, either sexual assault, mugging. Um, bar fight or like confrontation like uncomfortable confrontation uh and in that all 12 of them got away clean not a scratch on them and like it's a huge deal it's a huge deal and and Uh. i always tell people like they could close us down tomorrow like rip our funding say back to uniform only four days a week like and i would be completely satisfied because because of that because i i am seeing immediate belt or whatever yeah immediate changing of people's perspectives and they love it like we have we have a better attendance rating than all of the sports programs at Columbus State. It's good, dude. Like, and nice. it's a it's a it's a really big deal. We get to go out in the community. Like, we go to Ohio School of Deaf. We go to Nationwide Children's uh, for the nurses. Where are we going? Net? We just did one. Oh, we did a domestic violence awareness, um, and we yeah, raised we raised over eight hundred dollars at not like Naughty Pine Brewing, where my brother works oh, um, nice. as a manager. Him and his girlfriend are the managers there. Um, they hosted it, and we have like a my tattoo artist put up two hundred fifty dollars, and we like, we did a silent auction. That's super cool. Um, a bun- bunch of my sponsors like Rolling Society, Dodgy Collective, uh, Lazy Lover, who else? Not a rookie. Um, they all put like just donated free stuff, and like we raffled it off, and or did the silent auction, and whatever didn't get there, we raffled it off, and it was like we re raised a ton of money um, for a really good cause. Uh, we did like a. A Reagan Tokes seminar shortly after she had passed, unfortunately, and like we, it was just a bunch of free seminars at bars, like uh, Seventh Son, uh, is it Land Grant or Watershed, the one that's down um, by Kosai. Uh, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but like we took the mats there, yeah, we took the mats cool. there, and we did yeah. for like just basic self defense for the bartenders who get off late. Like that's how, unfortunately, like she, she lost her life as she got off at closing time and. Just a couple things that, that again, it's that bubble that I think people yeah. need to pop and realize that like violence you, is real. Yeah, yeah violence happens. is real. It's not just something that is on the news or Facebook. So it's not always you know you can't always see it from a mile away either. So no, it like pops out of nowhere, yeah. man. Well, I know that's another scary statistic. Most, especially most sexual assaults, are by people you know. People you know, your friends. Yeah, like they've been to your house a thousand times. Like, I mean, and then it's it, like the opportunities all line up. Mm-hmm. And, no, and I mean. Then, your, your kids are still real young. Mm-hmm. My daughter's a little bit older. And I've been working that into conversations with her. Of, I don't want her to be paranoid. You're not safe anywhere. But that... Be aware. It, you got to be aware of the people you know. Like, what's... So, uh, what we try and hammer home is that, that gut instinct, that women's intuition. And where we, where we take that from is uh, the Gracie family, who made Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu a big thing here in, in the States... They did. They interviewed like thousands of surviving victims. And every single one, especially the women, not just the male, said the same thing. I knew something was wrong, and I didn't trust my gut. And that has that is something that like I really take to heart. The second that like my hair stands up, really? I get real low in like a defensive stance, and I take a combat breath, and I try and like scan and be more aware. And and it's it could be it's been times when people have said something that just didn't sit right. Maybe their voice betrayed them, or maybe like mm-hmm. subconsciously my brain put two and two together, together. and I just haven't caught up yet. Yeah. But um, the first the and I think that combat breathing is like I yeah, explain that combat breathing. So combat breathing is like 
So it's the the example I use is uh, every slasher film you've ever seen. You have that blonde chick who's like a track star. The beginning of the movie, the whole beginning of the movie is how athletic this woman is. Hurdling, pole jumping, all that stuff. Immediately within being scared, she goes running through the woods and trips on a twig and gets slashed up, right? Because she's just screaming, she's looking back, she's not being aware. And yes, it's 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 a, a fantasy that's happening, I understand. But like that's we needed to spell that. And the way you do it is just like you were told when a kid, like you got too like you got too angry and you had to like count to ten and, and breathe. Same idea. In through your nose, out through your mouth, slow. Like you need to just take that deep breath and dispel it. Uh, so that you can make a plan and not, like, one of the worst things you ever see is, like, when somebody works really, 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 really hard to get out of a bad spot, and then they they give it up, or they push away to neutral. Now then now make it a self-defense situation. You fought to get off your back from under side control, you get to a standing position, and you shove, and you break space, and you just push your attacker between you and your only exit. And now, they know that you know something. So you've lost your, your element of surprise, and now they're ready for a fight. Right? Yeah. So, you know, um, it's something that, especially in teaching the jiu-jitsu side of things, because we have a couple kids who are competing for the first time ever this weekend from our program, mm -hmm. get to a control spot, good or bad, ask yourself, are you being hurt? If you're not being hurt, why aren't you combat breathing? Deep combat breaths and break it down. Slow things down. Realize that, like, this five-minute match is all the time in the world if you break it down, right? If you can hold on, whether it's in guard whether even if it's from bottom side control, if you can get some kind of grip or frame and take a combat breath and break it down, what do you need to do? The person's a table, cut a leg off, roll them, or get underneath them, you know, be a ball, get underneath them, and get back to guard. And it's, I've really seen people who have taken that to heart, and, I, and you can see it, you can almost see the ones who are going to get it in their next roll, and the ones who are like, yeah, I don't need that right now. <laughs> okay. I'm going to explode, 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 and then you just kind of wait, and you're like, are you tired? You sure, though? Are you really, really tired right now? Yeah. Because you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> that's where you die. <laughs> that's but a that's, little. That's, that's yeah. a little too doom and gloom, chain. <laughs> it's reality. Violence is real. All right. Yeah. <laughs> you hit a ball with a stick and play tag. We kill people. Yeah. But I mean, right, like, look at that on the other side. Like you're saying, like five minutes is a long time if you break it down. Self defense. That's a long. That's fucking a long time. time. That's a that's a that's an abnormal yeah. amount. Yeah. Most attacks are two. over in a minute and a half. Yeah. Like and under two minutes. Under two like, minutes. They've either broken your spirit. Or they've dominated you to the point that you're exhausted. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, and in a minute and, and a half. And what people, are you saying? As that's a police officer. Yeah. You say you get there two minutes. Two minutes. Two minutes. Is and that's on campus. Eternity. That's on yeah. campus. Yeah. Where like, and no one thinks a minute and a half is a long time until you put them in a situation where a minute and a half. Is a well, long you want to you want to ask yourself what it, if a minute and a half is a long time? Hold your breath underwater. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. and don't come up. You're underwater. Yeah. 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 Hold and, and again, that's, that's the most accurate term of jujitsu. It's like being thrown in the ocean and not knowing how to swim. Yeah. And oh, this is why I've been wanting you to come on forever. Why? Because you explain the shit out of things, man. I love it. It's my favorite thing about you. Any oh, question, it's oh. just concise and simple oh, and relatable and awesome. it's not as a, ah. not a not a good enough MMA commentator. <laughs> uh, that's their problem, not yours. Oh, that's my disagree. favorite thing. Yeah. I disagree completely. <laughs> Something, somebody else will come get you and be like, yeah, that's the dude. Yeah, you're not a free agent. Free agent. Yeah. <laughs> For one, one free agent signing bonus money now. Yeah. yeah. Local dad bod thinks he knows something. Hey, it's not that you... I explain you the way I explain my coffee. I don't think I make good coffee. It's everyone else that tells me it's great. <laughs> right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's all, yeah. 
self-deprecation is a theme. Yeah. Is a theme. Yeah. It is. I have a question for you, Cheney. <laughs> Since we don't get to catch up very much. Yeah. What's your What's your goal? What's your new life goal right now? What's your like? What's a short-term goal? What's a long-term goal? Yeah, yeah. Grow that hair back. <laughs> out. In the past like two years have been like observing and like executing and just like tinkering with like things to make sure I can do this and make it sustainable. Right. And make it like my job. Live a life that you like though. That's exactly. that's enjoyable. Yeah. My entire philosophy with it is to take a is to make a life I don't have to take a vacation from. Or if I do take a vacation, it's just the same thing elsewhere, like which I just did, like mm-hmm. pretty much, like so. It just that that cycles back into like my mental health. Like I couldn't work behind the desk nine to five. Like I blew my fucking brains out. Like I couldn't do it. So the main reason like, I'm a police officer. Yeah, like I've never had the same call twice. Yeah, yeah. If you did the monotonous shit, you'd be bored as shit, right? But I think it's jujitsu and like the other things and just like. The business behind that, and like the business that's starting to be behind just self-defense, martial arts, all that stuff, fitness, and all that stuff. That was that's sort of like the back half of my other, like my uh, business thing, I guess. Like I was, I've just been learning that and observing that. So now I've been trying to execute execute that and make that practice, so that I now I can go and compete and train, travel, do whatever I want. Like, well, and so that feeds into my next question: What? How do you handle seeing? people who obviously are wildly unqualified giving out self-defense tips? Uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like you just have to take it with a grain of salt a little bit because, like, there's so much shit out there, you know? Like, again, like, social media, there's so much content out there about everything. But, like, you see, like, the bullshit videos get floated around and, like, everyone's like, oh, this is great! It's like, no, no, it isn't. No, like, it's not. Yeah. I, I think that just makes our jobs that much harder. I think it makes it more interesting. Yeah. Like, I, I enjoy... I enjoy that person coming in and us kind of defeating or dispelling those myths. Yeah. It's a conversation but starter. At the, but at the same time, yeah. though, how many people did you fill with that bullshit by, before you came here and learned the truth? Like, right, right, right. And are you going to go rectify... Are you going to bring them with you? Right. Are you going to rectify that? Like, yeah. that's my biggest fear is that somebody's going to... And I've seen it a few times where somebody took something that we showed because we have social media that we like mm-hmm. put out there and try and generate like just basic awareness stuff yeah. they take it and they, they did something like comply until you can get away no don't ever comply and yeah. go somewhere with a bad guy yeah. ever ever, yeah. ever. Yeah. immediately fight and fight like your life depends on it because it probably does yeah. Yeah. yeah and and it's just something that just boy, like I just want to and again, you can't ever stop the content because right. it's a it's America and yeah. the internet's amazing. It's free, it's free. yeah. Um, and that's just, well, even not even that with the internet, like it's, yeah. that's fucking it's there. Everywhere. But um, I think like respectfully dispelling that, yeah, is a is a major St- key. Staying professional, yeah, not just being like fuck this, fuck them, like you know, <laughs> we're the only fucking yeah, one that yeah. matters. Like, that's not like, just like yeah, this is our approach. Like this is like if you don't have reasons. Because, like, it depends is, like, the biggest statement you have in, like, self-defense. There's no certainty. There's nothing that's certain in self-defense. You can't offer certainty in martial arts. Well, and so wants, if you want to, like, a, an analogy, because that's, that's how I, like, relate to everything. It's how I yeah, teach. And, too. and a bunch of the students make fun of my analogies, but I don't care. They're it's remember like them, ass analogy, bro. Like, so, so, like, you, you and I know a standard armbar. We all know standard armbar, especially armbar lover here, right? Uh-huh. From guard. 
Yeah. You know, grab, pin, turn, good old, good old do fashion. it. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then, so so then it becomes, it depends, right? It depends on what the person's doing. depends on all those things. Like, However, like if I want this armbar, I am confident that I can take that punch and mitigate enough damage to get the armbar. Yeah. However, somebody else can say that statement and they don't have the ability, they don't have the mat time, they don't have whatever it is to do it. Mm -hmm. And then so you have to build them up to it. By, and the biggest one that I've seen or that we've found is like by helping people realize you're not made out of glass. Yes. Like you can take a hit and it's like, oh, that's not that bad. Like yeah. I'm still here. I'm in it. Like I can, yeah. I didn't like that, but I can do yeah. this. Or, like, yeah. Yeah. You don't just fucking crumble. Like, yeah. Like, but you, it's really about laying that good foundation of like fundamental movement mm -hmm. and, and you, it, even rocked, like even dizzy and rocked, you need to be able to move fundamentally soundly. Mm -hmm. uh, you know how your body works well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, it goes back to kids. Yeah. Martial arts kids just being tougher. Of I've seen yeah. I've seen I've seen Dottie tumble up, like slip and fall and like turning her body for like a judo fall mm -hmm. at four and then yeah. I saw some of these kids who's never done anything like not saying like they were caught all their whole life but never done well, anything they just flat like yeah bam and I'm just yeah. like oh god I are you dead <laughs> my daughter once when she was four we were chasing each other around the house and she slipped in my driveway and slid in a side break fall. And popped back up and was like, ah, Oh God, I kept going. going to catch me. <laughs> kept running. Didn't even think about oh, it. Okay. <laughs> to her, that was like some action movie shit. She's like, Oh, yeah. I did that on purpose. And she was like, Ooh. I get a stripe in my belt, right, Papa? She's I'm like, like Yes, you, you do. See how I spread bullets up in the air while I was doing that? Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, laying, that, laying that, that foundation of normalcy for an adult. Yeah. Uh, well, that becomes about, so being an adult. You have to you have to create a need for it, and then you have to reiterate that it is hard. You're not gonna like that's what I that's the one I took away. I think you said it. There's like a three month light bulb that you told me because I came in as a brown belt in a different grappling art and was just getting slaughtered. Mm -hmm. And you were like, "Give it three months, a light bulb will go off. Give it another three months, and a light bulb will go off." Give it, yeah, and it's about that. And, and it it's a general rule of thumb. Some people get a little sooner. Some people take a little longer, yeah. but. Three months is like a good catch-all where things start to click. Like I would say, like, if you don't give it three months, you're not giving it the shot. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. And, 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 and it goes back to, like, that, like, diets don't take hold for, until, like, three or four weeks in. Right? right? Like. Yeah, you got to adjust to it. And if no. you've never done anything in your life, like, and it's, it's probably the, the thing that I, I share the most is when I met Cheney at 23, I was 235-pound, like, tri-state judo champion. 235, like, Indiana, Damn. Ohio, and Kansas State champion in judo for at Brown Belt. And then started training with Cheney, and all of a sudden, like, I think I started with you in November, and I did the Arnold that year at the end of February, beginning of March, and I waited at 164. Woo! Just from consistent training and dieting. And then my wife went from 210 to, I think, she got pregnant. She had weighed, she weighed in at, like, 156 for her first Muay Thai fight. And that was about a year after I had started. Mm -hmm. And so, like, and it they didn't come from Muay Thai. It came from Jiu-Jitsu. Yeah. Muay Thai helped. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Yeah. Muay Thai had helped. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it was that constant core crunch, like, the endless rounds. Like, I can roll way longer than I can spar. Because I can go 100%, and if I get in trouble, I can tap, and everything's fine. Whereas if I sparred at 100%, I can give you Done. two rounds. That's two rounds. Yeah, yeah that part far yeah, it's Impact. a car wreck. Yes. That's the example I tell people all the time, like why jujitsu is fucking great and like, feasible. Yeah, like we yeah. have we Sustainable. have. <laughs> well, we have we have a guy at my gym who 
uh, lost his leg to a motorcycle accident, and then just had a stroke. Yeah. And the, the way good. he's coming back from he's it coming back is, is jujitsu. Yeah. yeah. He's amazing. See? And it's just, it's amazing. And he's still, that's one of the slickest half-guard sweeps I've ever seen. And he's still slick. He can't even talk. Like, he's talking. He's talking. He's talking, but he's like, he has to write stuff down and he gets words wrong. He's like, oh, that's the wrong word. Let me get it. But then you do jujitsu with him. Boom, 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 boom. And I'm like, God damn it, Dave. Yeah, it's awesome. And it's it's just such a beautiful thing to see, like, those those motor skills that he built. And that was was even with losing a leg. Like, he still, like, is a... Forced to be reckoned with, on and those are those are his way back in to what the stroke did, the damage that it did. The, being able to roll is fixing all that other stuff. It's reconnecting mental it's, dots. It's, it's it's letting all it's letting everything reconnect in a new way. But it gave him the doorway into being able to rehab, and it's in like a way that like people just don't get. Yeah, and yeah. and and unfortunate. It's not unfortunate. It's unfortunate where we came from that this cult mentality, like it's still all over Reddit, like sure, sure. what happened at our gym, but. Jiu-jitsu really is a cult, but it's almost like a good cult. Like oh, you go and train, yeah, yeah. like you like I go train someplace out of state in a different country. Immediately, and first question: Why you're showering? Friends. Where are we eating? Where are we drinking? Yeah, yeah. and yeah, like, man. do you have a place to stay? Yeah. Where are you training tomorrow? Cool. I don't go to that gym a lot. I'll come with you. Yeah, like, and it's just such oh, a yeah. cool community that people on the outside they're like, Ugh. Yeah. D- didn't didn't that man just sweat in your open mouth? Yeah. Yes, that's why we're friends. <laughs> I feel amazing yeah. right now. Yeah. <laughs> it was supercharged. Yeah. But yeah, when I, I went to London and trained at Hodger Gracie's Academy, and I'd been training for not even two years. I think, yeah, not even. I mean, you gifted me that third stripe just so I could do two classes. Yeah. And, <laughs> and uh, I was, oh, yeah, just so I could do the intermediate class and Absolutely. the beginner class to get extra training. I trained, I got a lot of training in, but right away, people are telling me where to go, like how to get there, go here instead of here, you know. And I, I got so much out of just a couple, you know, two, three hours of training every night. And I mean, it was, I was dead. I would tourist hard from 6 a.m. To, to 5 and then just jump on the underground, get to the gym, you know, and just go hard. But then everyone, and just people just tell me stuff and help me out. And it was just, it was cool. And like, that was my way in. I'm not used to vacationing. Yeah. Actually, it's weird to me. It's something my wife loves to do. And only time I, I love ever to tra- travel, I don't like to. I don't like how exposed it makes I, me feel. Yeah, I mean, because I'm I'm out fish out of water. I don't know where stuff is. Yeah, I mean, well, for me, it's like I don't, I I'm a I grew up a poor kid. So the only time I ever traveled was for tournaments. Right. A and then B as a stay at home dad, that's my job in a really unfamiliar environment. Yeah. It's stressful and it's hard and it's nuts. So I try to find a place to train as We've a. We've all seen level. Taken Man. I get it. Like. <laughs> yeah. No. Like literally, yeah. scares the shit out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You think about that all the time. Yeah, um, but <laughs> when we when we went to England, like we did the tour thing, we went and trained. Yeah, you told me about some stuff in England. And then yeah. this dude, like, uh, he's the pur- at the time he was the he had just won the previous year's European Open oh, at cool. Purple Belt. That's a big. And he deal. was like, you know what, guys? Like, I can't give you these directions. And I was like, oh, it's okay, man. He's like, I'll just drive you. And I was like, what? What? And he's like, yeah, I'll just yeah, come yeah, with just you. Like, we'll yeah, figure it out. And I was like, wow, mm-hmm. dope, man. And then uh, we ended up taking the underground someplace, and him and another guy, like. Book ended us in because the London Underground gets nice. it's packed. Oh yeah, it's packed. That's and, I was, an experience. and I was wearing Dottie. Dottie was, I think, two. Oh, with the baby too. And Ooh. so I was wearing her on the front end. Yeah. And I was really like, I was trying to like frame out, Friends. keep her safe. Yeah. And he was like, No, no, no. And him and another dude, a stranger, like yeah. locked arms on uh, the on the tube, and just and like boom. kept kept like a good cage around us so that yeah. we could so that so Dottie could, could be safely like safe and warm, not and, get like, squished, yeah. and not get squished. And it was just it was such a cool thing. That it is is missing. It's missing. I think there is a level of politeness 
there. There's a level of manners in general. The nicest, nerdiest people I've ever met on the mats are usually the best. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's one of my favorite it's one of my favorite pictures or memes floating around is like people that untrained people fear and it's like these jacked out like tattooed yeah. heads and then like people that I fear and it's like Hoffa Mendez yeah, in yeah. glasses was, and I'm just like ugh uh, I don't so want to ever like, roll yeah. Ryan, <laughs> Hall, <laughs> Ryan Hall's like yeah, what's up right. man like, yeah. it's, just, it's not uh, or like right now like Jake McKenzie's at our gym and I like you were talking about like the nicest the nicest yeah. tall gangly like, glasses like when he takes his glasses off he like oh. squints he's like who is that and then then yeah. he gets a hold of you yeah. and, and you're just like no. oh no I yeah. have made such a mistake yeah I, yeah Jake's the man <laughs> or Jackson uh, or Jackson about one, so strawberry milk when he came in <laughs> he's not crying he's sweating from his eyes yeah, yeah. he's turned bright pink like hot bellied like yeah. sticky lips <laughs> <laughs> Jackson Bring the car around. I love that. you, Jackson. <laughs> He's like, hey, look, yo, don't fucking do that one. <laughs> I'm not making fun of you, Jackson. It's them. It's them. You know, I'm 100% making fun of you. We love you, buddy. Yeah, uh, but he, like, that dude is like the biggest nerd ever. And he's such a goofball. Yeah. And, and he is a beast. savage. Yeah. I've seen that guy tool people up that are that made made me question why I ever bought a geek. Like, it just it's such a strange thing. Or you have Sarah Stump, who's like unicorns and glitter, and oh, then yeah. meanwhile, like savagely choking you out, Just murder, like murder. yeah. And it's it's again, jujitsu is such a beautiful thing that like it makes everybody feel powerful, especially against an untrained opponent, mm-hmm. and it levels the playing field. It really is the only martial art that I've ever seen that is like that ancient myth of like old old dude who could like possibly take you out like it takes athleticism out of the game yeah if you don't have to be explosive and fast and change direction limb, and limb sh- length and leverage limb length and leverage and an understanding of body mechanics mm-hmm. and really it, it led, allows you to apply your intelligence being in shape helps a lot it does but that comes but, naturally the more you train but the more you train and if you're into it to be in shape that's fine but it gives you an ability to apply that in a way that nothing else does yeah uh, you're almost out of time. I am out of time. You're out of time. I am out of time. All right, we're out of time. That was That's awesome. Good. Thank you so much. Thank you. Absolutely. And before you leave, I'm making you a coffee tonic. You've got oh. to try this one. Okay. Sounds right. good. It's fucking right. good. That's I believe good. you. Thank it's you guys so much good. for having me. I'm sorry I'm so hard to track down. It's okay. Hey, that's life. Some, I mean, Dude, time. I see you at Thanksgiving. Uh, I know. To be clear, I see Cheney once a year at Thanksgiving. Huh? And I'm like, oh, you're still alive. Awesome, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well... I mean, that. if I get this, if I do a fight, I'll let you know. If <laughs> <laughs> I do a fight, I'll call you. See more of me. <laughs> uh, we have Matt's in my basement. We're hanging out together, with guys. Chris is taking off as a pro boxer, man. He's really doing good. Yeah, Which yeah. is somebody, somebody I've always wanted to see. Oh, that's well. the dude that was on Sunday? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. He's that's cool. The, that's who I've yeah, always yeah. wanted to see, like, it break his way. Oh, hell yeah. He's, he's put in the he's most good, work. He's a nice dude. dude. Yeah. So consistent. Workhorse, like... He's he deserves every all the good things that are hopefully coming for him. Yep. Um, but yeah, like I like I said, I'm gonna I'm gonna finally actually take up Rodney on that class. Yeah, dude, do it. So, right. it's a good Fine. day for you. Fine. It would be a good day for me. Yeah. I'm sure, my all wife right. is gonna be thrilled about me being like, hey, pack for Vegas, bye. <laughs> See you. I have a train. Bye. Hi <laughs> right, guys. All right. That's fun. Keep your coffee regular, everybody. Back. Peace in. <laughs>